Hey, this is Benton Matthews III with my friend Von Bielek doing another podcast uh, without any audio to begin it with, which is my fault. Um, <laughs> I've been knee deep into working on a bunch of stuff and I have just, I don't know, my music brain and my art brain are just two different brains, you know? And yep. it's, it's, uh, it's, sometimes it's hard to like make both of them work at the same time. So well, I'm, I'm sure that. That you'll, get, you'll, get, you'll get around to it. You'll get us an, an, an intro for us to use here pretty soon. I'm sure of it. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, for now, take my beautiful, beautiful poetic voice as the music. Uh, the music to our ears. Really so I want, <laughs> I, I, I've always been interested in, in top five lists. I like top five lists. I, five. I, I, watched, I watched them on YouTubes. You know, I like, I like top five. I think it's fun. Yeah. Um, so today I wanted to talk about, because uh, I, mean, I haven't been getting emails about the podcast, which is nice, which means there is at least a person listening, or three. I think there's at least a couple people listening. I wanted to, um, my friend Joy was saying some nice things to me. I wanted to say hi to Joy. And a couple other, I got some really good emails recently about it. So it's, it's getting some traction. It's good. Yay. Uh, so... But one of the emails I got recently was talking about becoming an artist, and they asked me, which was a pretty honest question. Somebody asked me, in relation to this podcast, if we wouldn't mind talking about the worst aspects of being an artist. <laughs> all now, day. We can talk about if, it all day. In order to do that, though, I don't want to sound ungrateful, so I want to do sure. a top five greatest. It doesn't have to be definitive. It can just be current. Right. Top five best things about being an artist. Top five worst things about being an artist. That way we, that way we don't sound like like unselfish or selfish little bastards. Well, let's uh, let's get a baseline. Let's get let's get a baseline first though. So I've been doing this exclusively, just making a living, uh, supporting my family through painting for uh, nine years. We'll we'll just we'll say nine years. Ten maybe maybe ten. So in my 10 years experience is what I'm going to be drawing from for this. Yeah, I think I started in 2011. Yeah. So I've been doing it for a while. Right. Uh, I really kind of started okay. in 2010. But, uh, okay, so we're going to, I would prefer, if you're okay with it, to start out with the worst and then we'll end with the best. Um, just <laughs> so that way, that way it's, it ends on a grateful note. Um, yeah. So... I think you should go first and we can go back and forth. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be. So as you know, from work, from, from not as bad to the worst, what's your, what do you think is the, is the fifth down uh, worst part of being an artist? I would say, cause I, I only made a list of the top five best things. I didn't make a top five worst things until right before the show. You just said to, that we were going to touch on that. So I didn't, I didn't get to that yet, but I definitely have something to draw from. I would say um, the first one I would say is a big one is, um, can I do this? Is it feasible? Mm. Like, uh, does the math make sense? Um, mm. And what's interesting about that is that that turns into how hard do I want to work? That turns, that like anytime I see a, a negative, my brain instantly goes to, well, what's the fix on it? What's the solution to it? So the first one I would say, when I, when I first quit my last day job, the big thing that I had was, can I make enough money to support myself? Because at that time, I was just I was just a me. I wasn't an us yet. And, um, right. um, you know, can, can I pay my bills? Can I pay my rent? Can I do? Does this make sense? So fear played a big part in, you know, can I do this? Can I? And I had to really take a look at what I was doing. And luckily, at that time, or maybe... I don't know. It could have been something that might have been, it could have backfired on me. But at the time I was doing a show and the paintings were selling really well before they were even finished, some of them. And it was a series, you know, just a whole series. It was a, a character driven thing that some people had asked me to do. And it was very successful. So that first month or two was really good. And I looked back on that and I was like, okay, so I made it through this month. I can do this again. And it made it be a possibility. So it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. But it was something that I had to seriously address the math and does does the does the financial math make sense? And when that comes into play, all I can think is how bad do I want something? And so for me, that 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 bad thing was really a, a very big driving force. And it still is today. <clears throat> At the beginning of the month, I know I got to start hustling. I've got to start getting yeah. some work done. 
<clears throat> so it winds up being a good thing. Um, I would also say uh, putting yourself out there can be scary. It can be very scary to, to expose your creativity to the world of, you know, the cruelty and, and just the, the utter meanness of people and their critiques of things. I think that can get to get to people. And that got in my head for a little bit too. Um, and it still can, as, as any artist, I think will tell you, like there's always self-doubt. And I know that you and I, we bounce things off of each other. We haven't, you know, for years now, we've been sending each other progress shots of things and we'll give each other some feedback here and there. And so that's very helpful to have somebody that you can bounce things off. So, so I would say, I'd say fear of maybe you're not good enough. So again, another fear-based one. Um, a third one, God, a third one, worst things about being an artist. Um, well, if you're if you're own, your own boss, so <laughs> people hate their boss. And I, I, I got to say, there's been times when I was pretty irritated when I hear myself saying yes to a project and I don't know how I'm going to do it. Um, but I, I tend to jump in with both feet with things like that. I, it's hard to think of five bad things because I love what I do so much. But the ones that I do think of, I instantly see them also as things that drive me so maybe the five worst ones is a hard one for me what do, what do you have okay first one and foremost is yeah. i don't i don't like it that people think we're rich uh yeah uh that makes me crazy um uh, <laughs> it, it, because really and most i mean i would say 11 months out of the year, I'm fucking poor as fuck. So right. uh, that's that's one of them. Um, I don't... I, the, the misconception of the lifestyle that we live. The misconception right. that somehow, uh, you know, we... We make a lot of money, which is which is really untrue. I mean, even, like, if we were in contemporary art, maybe we would make money, but... You know, we're not. Neither one of us are in contemporary art. We're not selling, you know, paintings for fifty thousand dollars. You know, but yeah. you, you gotta you gotta break down. Like, first off, what I paint with is incredibly fucking expensive. Like, it's not cheap stuff to paint with. Um, and getting there and making making all that work has taken an awful lot of time and an awful lot of issues to do that. It's it's not cheap, yeah. and it's it's not one of those things where I I don't think I've ever been rich with that. It's just mm -hmm. not it's not something that that that, that does that. Um, so in that way, what what follows that is that I think sometimes people have a difficult time approaching us. Yeah. Um, they're like, well, I really want to commission, but I'm really scared to ask because they're rich, and why would they? You know what I mean? Like that makes me crazy, because um, really the the absolute opposite is fucking true on every level, you know. Um, you know, so there's that. Um, I would say number four is when people ask me what a painting is about. Uh, I really uh, don't. Yeah. I, I really don't. I hate it. Um, Asking an artist what a painting is about is like asking an author what a book you just read of theirs was about. We don't we don't want you to ask us that. And if I could explain it, I wouldn't have to paint it half the time, um, sure. or ninety percent of the time. So that that's it for me. Um, with the it, it, and I, and, I, and I know most people don't know. They don't they don't know any better. So it's like, what does this painting mean? I mean, the worst case scenarios is like, I remember having a show in New York. And somebody came up and they were like, you know, I'm, I'm interested in this painting. Sell me on this painting. Explain it to me. And I'm like, no. They said sell you on it? They said to sell you on it? Or sell yeah, it on it? tone of voice. And so they're like, sell me on this painting. Mm. Like, you know, I, I'm, okay. like, I'm like, no, I'm good. And the guy's face got <laughs> like, what? He was like, what? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm completely, no, I'm fine. I mean, if, if looking at it and experiencing it isn't something that, that captures you, I, I'm not interested in trying to make you buy it with words. And he's yeah, like, oh, yeah, oh, 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 you know, and, and then he like went to the, oh, I didn't mean to offend you. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not offended at all. You know, I just, I have no way of explaining it, you know, and, and I told him, right. you know, if I, if I could explain it, I wouldn't have to paint it. Um, because <laughs> I, I'm not saying that my paintings transcend words, but they certainly transcend my ability to use them, you know? Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So the, I, I say number three is, 
I desperately, okay, I don't know if this is, uh, two and three are interchangeable, okay? Um, but telling an artist that an art, that art reminds them of somebody, another artist, is like telling them, telling your current girlfriend that sex with her <laughs> reminds you of your ex-girlfriend. We don't want to hear it. I mean, and I, I know it's ego-based. I know that it's selfish. To, but I don't, I have no interest in hearing that. I, I don't want to know. You know, it's, um, right. it's one of those things. And I apologize for not wanting to hear that. But I just really don't want to hear that. It's um, also possibly one of my favorite analogies you've ever made. <laughs> it's tough, man. It's tough. Um, because I, I get where 90% of the people are. I mean, there are people who say that in a malicious way and go fuck yourself. But there are people who <laughs> don't mean, they don't mean it in a selfish way. They're like, oh my God, this is, this is, you know, I've seen dark art before. And, and you're like one of the people I get all the time, which I do not get. And I'm a fan of H.R. Giger or Geiger. Um, they're like, you, you remind me of that. I'm like, my, my work is absolutely zero, nothing like that. Like nothing <laughs> remotely close to that. And I love his work and, and grew up with it and love it, but nothing like it. Um, yeah. But then I sit for a month and a half trying to figure out like, oh, my God, am I like derivative of H.R. Giger? Like, I mean, like don't want to hear it. You know, um, no, I, you, you tear yourself apart over it. Oh, my God, I've done it before. Uh, I'd say two is commissions are really tough. Mm. Um, I think the worst part about being an, one of the worst part about being a, an artist is getting a bad commission yeah. um, where you kind of felt like something was going south with it when, when they talked to you about it, but you took the commission anyway and you're halfway through the commission and you realize that you just got a commission from somebody that's, that's got issues. Um, yeah, that's a tough, I really hate that. Cause at that point, like, what do you do? Um, you know, commissions take time. You tell people that you try to give them a timeline, but sometimes, you know, that doesn't work out, you know, like yeah. for various other reasons, people have a hard time understanding that. Um, you know, that's, I really hate that. I, and and they, they start perceiving that, you know, I, like, I want to do your commission. I want to finish it. But sometimes right, right. sometimes what you asked me to do, I saw it. And I can go and I can do it right then. Sometimes what you asked me to do, I need to dwell on it. I need to think about it. And you're going to wind up with a better mm -hmm. painting. Uh, I don't want to name names, but there was one commission that took me several years to finish. The guy was yeah. pretty great about it. Um, but... I, he commissioned me to do a particular painting, and I won't go into too, too many details, but originally I, was, I had an image in my head of what I was going to do, mm -hmm. and, it, 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 and, and then some things came up, various things in life and all kinds of things, and things came up in life, and it yeah. got late. Yeah. The commission got pretty late, and then eventually I saw a completely different way of seeing this image, and I, for one, think it's – I'm not going to name what painting it is because I don't want to get names involved – but I, I actually think it's probably one of the better paintings I've ever made because I yeah. had an enormous amount of time to dwell on the subject matter, read about the subject matter, understand what I felt about the subject matter, meditate on the subject matter, multiple sessions of really getting into it, really trying to find out my version of that and found it and was like, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of I, I was very excited about it. And right. uh, then, you know, he the, the person that got commissioned, the, the commission was for was was pretty upset, you know, toward the end because they had waited so long. But then yeah. when I showed them the painting, they were like, suit, they were like, oh my God, I think it's one of the best paintings I've seen. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I, I do think there's, there's that, you know, um, and, and, and I don't like that. I, I, I don't like making people wait, but sometimes it's absolutely necessary. I mean, you're not ordering socks from Kmart. You're not ordering something off Amazon Prime. These are things that take yeah. a lot of time, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely, and and, and the timeline of a, of a commission, it's it's fluid, because some days the work you, you just it comes out, and some days, like you, you know, you're just staring at it for a little bit, and it seems like nothing's happening, but something in your brain has to click in that certain spot to get what you need to get out of there, and if you have the freedom to breathe and get the commission to be what it's what you want it to be, if you can get close to what you want it to be, then it's gonna be better, but 
the unrealistic expectation that people have it and exactly like what you said it's not amazon prime it's not walmart you're not it's not a drive through we have to we have to get to a place to do the thing sometimes i my for me that that's portrait work when i when i have somebody wants me to do a portrait i've got to look at the subject matter i've got to look at the picture i've got to look at all the things like what you mentioned and then even then some days it's just not there and then when it does get there the person's much happier with with what the results are every every time every time. yeah yeah i mean i and you know there are people i'm late on that it's bad but it's like there's also things that come up in life like my divorce or getting sick or like the, yeah. the various things that come up in life that like, you know, I mean, there was, there was time during, during my divorce where I was like attorney meeting after, after court, after like absolute utter depression and horrible, like you don't want yeah. me to paint whatever you want me to paint you right now. You really don't want me to paint it for you because all that's going to get into <laughs> I, I mentally can't, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. All of that's going to, all of that's going to translate. It's it, it there's that. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. I I agree with you. The number one thing I think that's worse worst thing about being an artist is the the no security with money, never knowing yeah. um where it's gonna come, you know. Uh th- that I think is the worst part. It is some people would consider me and you successful freelance artists. Yeah. But we in the sense that we have made a living doing it for 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 by by that, that by that definition by the by the general definition of being able to pay your bills and have this be your sole occupation by that definition absolutely i would agree with them but by my own standards you know i don't know what your standards are for success but my standards of success are are, are wide and varying yeah i mean i feel successful as an artist but financial financially i don't bring it in to the to the the determination of if i'm successful or not but yeah. what i will say is that it's it's very difficult to you know not know you know when you have i have just as many responsibilities as everybody else as far as like getting things right. paid for and bills and things like that and and family and 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 children and you know you have to make sure that you're making enough money and some months are really fucking terrifying they're yes, really some months that the, the when the when the end of the month rolls around and you don't have anything in the chamber for commission or for the next you know paid piece that you have coming up like you look at that next month and you don't know where it's going to happen it's it's nice though because if i stay focused on doing what i'm supposed to be doing it has never failed that it whatever it is shows up in such a weird way i'll get a phone call or a message or I'll post something and then somebody will want something else from it. Like they'll, the, the, the person will be inspired by something I'm already working on or it just always, I've never been left hanging for very long. Like the universe seems to bring something to me. If that makes sense. I mean, at the moment with the COVID-19 thing and tattooing, I am terrified, you know, like yeah. financially, financially right now is, is, horrific you know like ten dollars yeah i'm doing i'm doing better than i've done in, i'm doing better than i've done in a long time right well, now yeah. it's really it's it's weird give me it's some fucking weird, money no i'm just kidding uh but it, no, gonna, it, it's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it, it right now is pretty terrifying i mean there, there's some things in the works and some yeah. other things i'm not willing to talk about publicly yet but like there, there's stuff going on but you know things are bad and uh I really, you know, the, the, there is this thing, you know, uh, of old time called patronage. And, and it used to be like, you know, in the 1400s that, you know, artists would have a patron. Yeah. And that that guy would just pay, like the, the, the Medici family would just like support the artist. Meager means, they weren't rich. You know, uh, Michelangelo wasn't rich, but he didn't have to worry about his rent. He didn't have to worry about a lot of, you know, the other stuff. His job was to right. make art. And, you know... I, I think about that probably five or six times a day, you know, like, <laughs> oh my God, how, am I, I mean, and you, the reason that we don't have Michelangelo's now is because we, you know, artists have to worry about all the other things, you know, not yeah, that we should yeah, be yeah. exempt. I, I get it. I mean, I, I, I get it. It's just, you know, uh, finances are really tough as an artist and 
especially when you got a lot of bills and you got a lot of things you gotta you gotta do. You know, it's it's, it's a really t- it's a really tough thing. Now, now that's on absolutely t- true. What do you? What is your idea of the top five best things about the being? I hope some of that answered questions. Best things, yeah. I'm. I, I hope it did too. Um, that I did actually make a list of, like a physical. I wrote it down on a list in form, so I've got numbers and everything. So, um, what I've got here is I've got my fifth one, like number five, is I have a sense of fulfillment. Um, when I finish a painting, I feel good about it. You know, it's su- super simple. But it's important because without that sense of fulfillment, why would I bother? You know, the, the finances, I'd find money somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, I'd figure out some kind of employment or whatever. But the, full, the, the feeling I get when I finish a painting and I get close and then the client sees it and they love it or the person who, who finds, their, finds it and puts it on their wall you know, from the gallery or whatever, and they send me some kind of a nice series of words, <laughs> like that's that's something that I can't put a price on. That's absolutely one of the best things. I have a, a photograph of this kid. His name's Vance. And um, he's one of my youngest. He's definitely my youngest collector. But he uh, he's autistic. And I did a, a benefit for autistic children a few years back. But, um, Vance's mom bought six paintings from that show and hung them in his room. And I have a picture of this little kid sitting on his bed he's got a little guitar and he's staring up at some of my paintings and the feeling i get from that is absolutely one of the best things about being an artist i I look at that picture and it inspires me even to this day i i I love that picture so i'd say i'd say fulfillment then number four um i actually got this from talking to my son he's 11 and he's also an artist jameson's amazing but um the way he said it was that kind of like what I just was talking about, making people feel good, providing joy for people, giving them something. We talked about it a little bit last last week was uh, when they bring our work into their home, it, it it brings them a feeling of a certain kind of way. And hopefully it's something that's good. And, you know, hopefully it speaks to something good. And I think that that's important as far as us, what we actually provide to people as artists. And then number three, this is my favorite part of, what what we do and i know it's something you enjoy too which is it comes from the research that we do for a painting and, and that's the opportunity to learn more always like i always have something more that i can research or look into on a painting especially especially something that's personal and figure out why and where and how my brain got to where it needed to be to have that image be a thing so the opportunity to learn is definitely something that i, I get a lot out of as far as the best things of being an artist um, the next two are, are pretty, pretty basic also. Uh, number two is the flexible schedule that I have so I can spend time with my family because I'm a big sap and I love the, the, my favorite thing about this whole virus thing is all the amazing time that I've gotten to spend with my family. We've had a, we've had a lot of great time together and that's something that we don't always get because my wife would be working or the kid would have to get to school. We wouldn't see him all day or, or whatever. So the ability to, come and go as I please. Cause I, I couldn't, when I was in the workaday world, I, I just couldn't function another minute in that world. And, and when I quit my last day job, it was one of the best feelings that I've ever, I love quitting stuff. Like, <laughs> I love quitting jobs. I love quitting stuff. It, it just feels good to, to get that freedom back, which is my very first number one on my list of best things about being an artist is the freedom that I have to uh, create the freedom to, to, explore you know the freedom to have a podcast with my friend and talk about art for you know every week whatever it is i i don't have to answer to anybody it's amazing and it's it's probably my biggest gauge of success is how much freedom do i have in a day by definition success to me equals freedom so that's that's my that's my top five of the best things you get a more definitive list than i do um I mean, it's because I consulted. It's because I consulted the boy. He's very thorough. <laughs> that's awesome. Jameson is awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, there there are times that I get to fulfill people with art, and I would definitely say that that's in the top. Um, I I don't know that I can do this in order. I'll be honest with okay. you. Okay. Um, but 
you know, like there's been conventions that I've done, comic book conventions. Um, I don't do a ton of comic book conventions anymore, but um, when I did, um, I remember very specifically a guy, I did one in Chicago and a guy had flown here from Montana and he had had a stroke and he was in a, he was in a wheelchair and um, he came up to my booth and he was really nervous. And obviously he walked away from my booth or went away from my booth with everything for free. But when I yeah, started, yeah. like yeah, the, the fact that he was able, like when I started helping him, when I started giving him some of the prints, the look on his face, the expression, the way he felt, the, like everything about that was like unbelievably awesome. The fact that right. this like crazy hobby of mine that has turned into my profession, that are images from my meditations and brain somehow are bringing him that much joy is like, wow, uh -huh. you know, like just unbelievable. I and mean, there have been multiple cir cir circumstances in my life where that's been the case. And, and that, that, that is a really overwhelmingly amazing thing. Absolutely. Um, the, I would say next up is. I have. To, I mean, I don't want to copy you too much, but I, I like the fact that I'll get challenged with commissions and have to learn things about things. It's the best. That, I really enjoy that about this. Um, and then I get exposed to so much art. That that I'd, I'd put it with it too is like. I'm constantly looking at art books, you know, I'm constantly yeah. looking at art. Art is such a big part of my life. And that's, that's really cool. You know I mean? Like that's, that's something that, 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 that is really wonderful. And that, that gives me a lot of joy. And um, I don't know. I mean, art is so important to me, you know, and, and on every level, whether that's fashion, whether that's, you know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love oil paint i mean i love it i love the way it smells i love the way it tastes <laughs> i love it. i love everything about it there is nothing about it i do not love <clears throat> and being able to do that um from you know the time i wake up to the time i go to sleep some days when i'm very lucky is just it's just awesome it you is know? um Let's see. Uh, other stuff would be, I mean, the uh, the top, I'll skip two, I guess, and go right to the top, which is I make art to understand more about myself. And that I have discovered so much about me, who I want to be, who who I've been in the past. Um, yeah. I, I, that's the most amazing thing in the world to me, is being able to, to do that. I mean, I... I, I being, being able to figure out more about who I am and the world around me, how I see the world around me, all that stuff has just been, it, I, I couldn't ask for anything more. You know, I, it makes me crazy happy to be able to be an artist and to have learned my about myself that way through, through myself that way. I mean, if that makes any sense, I mean, I'm not very articulate about it anymore, but it's kind of hard to explain, but like I said, I meditate and then I paint what I see when I meditate. And that shows me about myself in a way that, that no other thing can for me. Now that's not yeah. saying that's the way for you, but for me, there, there, there's no other way. And the fact that I've been able to touch other people's lives by doing that. I mean, like for instance, like having people tell me that my paintings affect them the same way that some of my paintings affect me. Uh -huh. is the top number one amazing thing ever like there's no way to get anywhere close to that i don't even yeah. know how to uh it's amazing i mean i guess number two would be ego um where like you're sitting in a gallery and it's a solo show and all the paintings are yours and you know <laughs> look at what i've look at what i've done you know like that there, Dude, there's something you to remember... be said about it. go ahead no no what I was gonna say, do you remember the first time you sat in a room full of your own paintings in a gallery? Do you remember? Do you remember that feeling? I do. Yeah, it was Last Rites in Crazy. New York, and it was a solo show called Catabasis, and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a, it was, it was mind blowing. It was uh, quite the thing. My you first know. time feeling that. My first time feeling that was, um, it was, it was here in Orlando. It was a place. There's a place here called City Arts Gallery, and there's a gallery called Pound Gallery inside of that complex of of places 
and I had I had taken on this job to this this uh it wasn't a job it was um a friend of mine was curating somebody I've known for a long time and they were basically like looking for somebody to do a February show and they wanted it to be something Valentine's related and I'd never done anything even remotely like that at the time I was doing something completely different and they asked me if I could do it and I before I even thought about it I just said yes and I walked into it the way I do a lot of things I just I I started with yes and then I figured it out as I went and at the end when I got to when everything got up on the wall before anybody got there or anything like that everything like you're always down like you know it's always the last minute you're always fine-tuning like it's never you're never done and then you have a couple of days to wait till the show you're always like the everything's you're still putting shit on. You're still making things straight. It's always something else. And I was sitting there on this little bench. I'm looking around and there was, it was like 28 paintings, I think. And I was just amazed that I'd gotten 28 paintings done in like two months. And it was just some of that work shaped what my work looks like today. Still, you know, like 10 yeah. years later. Yeah. Tell me about that shaping. What do you mean? Like when, when, when you say it shaped it, like talk to like, uh, can you articulate that anymore? Yeah, if you, I mean, I don't know, like, I, I don't want to assume everybody in the listening has, has seen my work, but the, the the yellow eyes turned up in that show. The way that I paint my eyes started with that show. I had previously never really given it much thought and just painted eyes in paintings. You know, I just put it like pupil, like, and instead for this show, whatever reason, I left them vacant. And I just, that's where it started was that show. That's also the show that started... Oh, the, the it didn't start the the spatter that I used, but a lot of the spatter started in that. It, it got it got fine tuned in that in that show. You know the way that I because the spatter that I use is I, I've talked about it before. I think I've talked to you about it, but it's what it's supposed to look like or what it looks like in my head is like if you're watching an old black and white movie and there's a, there's like a solo singer on a stage and there's just one can light above them and you see all the dust particles around them. That's what that's supposed to be in my mind. I like it. I like that. Yeah. And it came from and it came from that first show. And it was even the 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 theme of the show was it was sort of my version of what Alice in Wonderland was. It was there was there were characters that I that I invented that were that could have been in that universe in some way. And I just elaborated on, on that. And a lot of the the imagery that I use even still was present in a lot of those old pieces. It's also I have a friend here in town and and um talking about looking at a lot of art i have a friend who the other day or was it the other day or today it might have been today i opened my messages and the first two messages were one friend of ours that had sent me a painting that he was working on and he just wanted me to see it and the other was this other friend of mine that sent me a song he just finished and that guy his name's swamberger he lives here in orlando and he was the first person to really get what i did and he saw in a couple of my paintings, he looked at it and he recognized uh, my graffiti background. He recognized how I was doing what I was doing. He also helped facilitate my first sale of a, of a sizable number, we'll say. It was amazing. It was, a, it was a way I made a really great friend at that show. There's there's so much that came out of that show. Defining, like defining moments, though. You know what I think would be an interesting podcast, though? Like what you just talked about really brought it up for me is like, Trying to find out like how we see our own work. Uh, that'd be hard. You know? hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's because it, it's weird. It, we almost like would be cool to have other people on to be like, "This is what no, you're full of shit. Your work is anything like this." Um, but it, <laughs> you know, like you brought up the the what the speckles are supposed to be, the splat's supposed to be, and it's like, fuck, man, that makes me see your work in a totally different way. Uh-huh. It's, it'd be kind of interesting to kind of like talk about like what we see like that. It's very interesting, I think why we're doing what we do like legit like literally the the why of why this looks this way is yeah i mean i i get a lot of questions like i like uh, i've gotten like when i i don't really paint a lot of nipples yeah people are like why don't you do that i'm like <laughs> um so we, we should do a podcast like that about nipples about nipples a whole podcast i could do that um yeah the the how, what, and the, the what and the why and all of that is, it, it's, I like to talk to other painters about that. But again, it's kind of like your list of things. I don't know if they want to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, I hate to ask sometimes. I want to know, but I hate to ask because I know how much the question irritates me. But some people, 
some artists aren't like that. Like some, some of us enjoy telling the story. I am not naturally one that likes to tell the person the story. Like if, like you said, if they can't get it from looking at the painting, it's hard for me to articulate it with words. But also sometimes, depending on my mood, I will tell you the story. I will, even if there isn't necessarily a whole story that's all fleshed out, I'll fill in the blanks as I go. And sometimes it helps me see what I did. Does that make sense? Like, oh my god, yeah, it's, it's 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 like a download. Yeah, it's like all yeah. of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, this is why I did that. Right. You know, it clarifies um, it for you. It's amazing. It. It's life changing. I mean, that's one of the ways that I learned so much about myself is going through that and like learning about who I am by by self discovering that about myself. You know, like yeah, you get to a place where you begin to understand aspects of what you're doing that you didn't understand before because of of that. It's really it's hard to articulate. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very simple thing, but. It, it is very difficult to explain to someone to say, look, you know, this is how this works. The moment I think you start doing it, the moment it starts to function, it's, you see it, but yeah. it's so simple that it's, it's, it, I don't know how to explain it to people that like well, this you, you part know, of you. Remember gets... when, when, we're, when you're like, we both lived part of our life as musicians have you ever had that moment where you're trying to explain a song to somebody that you care about and that you want them to understand the song? And then you realize halfway through you explaining it that you sound like somebody with a fucking diagram on their wall of some weird, mysterious serial killer conspiracy theory. And they're just dazed by your explanation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've definitely, definitely been to that place a few times. <laughs> For too. sure. Yeah. I know, um, I know it very well. Yeah. And, and you're like, I'm kind of, I've got problems. Yeah. There are definite issues. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it is strange, man. I mean, it, 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 when you start making a, like when art's a hobby and you yeah. draw every now and again and you, you know, you see it, you see some art over here and you, you draw that and you, maybe you see some flower and you draw, but when you're doing it every day, Mm-hmm. for months and years and years there are patterns that form and i think at first it seems like chaos and then you start to notice that these patterns have definitions they have names right. they have feelings attached to them and then you start you start to be able to discern where you're at it, it, it becomes a map uh-huh yeah no i get that i totally get that and that's why we're crazy. I don't know of a good artist that isn't fucking nuts. You, you're just nuts. In some weird, in some, in some unique, amazing way. Yeah, there's always something. Like if you get down to the core of it, like if you're, if you're in it to win it, you're down to the core of it, you know, shit's hitting the fan for you. Yeah. You're fucking crazy. I mean, there, there's, there's no way about it. I mean, and you try to explain to people like, you know, like people you're around, Hey, look, I'm crazy. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm crazy too. And then right, they, see right. you go, they, get, they see you go through something like this and like, well, maybe the door is a better fucking place to be because when you spend that much time in the subconscious digging around in the dirt and pulling stuff up, you're going to be weird. Oh yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it, but uh, Here's a re- weird, weird thing to say out loud. I want something like this for everybody I'm around. Because you'll see yeah. people going through shit, and you're like, man, if you just painted that, or if you just wrote about mm-hmm. that, or you just like you would, you would, you would, you, it, it, it unwind for you. Yeah. Um, that, that, do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? Like when you're when you're talking to well, somebody, and they're going through something, and you're like, God, if you just fucking painted, God, if you just like. That that's something inside of you trying to get something out, like you're trying to do something. Well, that, that's why that's that's why art is a, a tool that they use in therapy. That's why it's that's why it's used. It, it accesses something that we can't articulate with our with our words, and that's why it is hard to tell people what a painting means to us. Because, like you said, exactly like you said, if I could articulate it with words, I wouldn't need to fucking put it on a canvas. Right. You know. Which is which is true. I mean, 
if you're if you're painting stuff and you're having a great time explaining it and you have this really easy time explaining it you're probably not doing you're probably not doing it right i shouldn't say that because it's that's, maybe that's right it's right for me not right for them you know what i mean yeah, yeah but like i mean maybe it's i've met people who are like this is that and the other and i'm like yeah i don't know you know like <laughs> the fact that the fact that you said that kind of makes me feel like it's not you know like it's weird that when let's see how to explain this you know like when you're when you're first with somebody and they start noticing the weird weird shit about you before sure. they get used before they get used to it you know what i mean yeah normalized um, and you're trying to like you're trying to explain like the stuff about you that's not so fucking cool yeah if if showing your painting to somebody doesn't feel like that you're doing it wrong <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> how i feel like it it should feel weird it should feel like you're a little bit naked you're not uh-huh. exactly sure you know like I, I and the other thing too is like if you're just painting stuff you're, you feel safe about like if you're just like oh i can i got this i know how to do yeah, faces uh-huh. just like that i know how to do lighting just like that like i almost every painting i do really i would say 99% of the paintings i do there's something in the painting that i'm not sure i'm going to be able to accomplish every time every time and whenever i, I haven't funny. done that yeah sorry Whenever I no, haven't no, done that, the, the paintings the paintings turn out like shit. But what were you gonna say? <laughs> I was gonna say you're talking about you know the the nakedness of how you feel with the painting, and I it it took me I think it might have been like two years before I would let my my wife see me painting. I don't know what that means, but it was definitely something that I had to work up to 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 be comfortable to expose that part of who I was to her, to, you know, to somebody I love. And it's just kind of ridiculous thinking about it now. But back then, like, you know, that was a thing. She she still talks about it. <laughs> well, it's see, in my opinion, like when I hear when somebody's asking me how to get into art, right? Yeah. And I hear them tell me stories like the ones you just told me. I know they're actually doing something. Right, right. Like when you have somebody come up to you and you're like, look at this and look at this and look at this and look at this and in this cool. Do you like this? And you're like, yeah, something here isn't right. Uh-huh. Because I don't think for me as an art collector, it comes out being about the detail or how accurate you represented something. It's whether or not there's soul in what you're doing. It's whether or not there's, uh, there's yeah. like actual meat. And like you have to dig in that dirt and pull up stuff for there to be meat in there, you know? Yeah. And there, there's something that's undefinable. Like I can't explain it with language, but I can certainly see it when I see it. You know what I mean? Like if you Absolutely. look at a Van Gogh, you look at a Van Gogh painting. There's fucking meat in that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like most of them, anyway. You look at a Monet painting. Like you talk about any like usually really famous painter throughout the throughout the years. It's like there's there's some kind of meat there. There's something in there that's undefinable, and that's what I'm searching for is to have my paintings have that in it. And the only way I see to do that is to, to be as honest as I can when I'm painting. So yeah when you put that honesty in there, it becomes like, Oh shit. Am I? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you, you see me, you know, like, yeah. And it's, it's scary. Like, uh, what was it? Uh, that, that show Hannibal, like, uh, he was talking to one of the main, uh, protagonists or whatever. And he's like, why do you have such a thing against me? You know? And cause he's like, I let you see me. Right. You know? and it's like, right. As an artist, you got to do that all the fucking time, and then people are going to talk shit about your art and give you crap, and like constantly, you're going to hear people say really mean shit about what you do, and you're like, man, that fucking sucks. You're like, I did not <laughs> really want to hear that, but I will say some of the meanest stuff that's ever been said to me didn't affect me, but I will like uh, in the long run. But I can say I've gotten some really constructive criticism that stood stay with me forever. You know. You know, like I'm not I'm not against constructive criticism. What I'm against is people just being dicks. You know. Yeah. When I was talking about that that show the that I mentioned a little bit ago, um, there was another moment at that show that was really kind of what you're talking about, which was there was this kid. I mean, kid, maybe early twenties, I guess. And he came through the show. There was it was after a lot of people had been there. It was kind of empty, and he came through with his mom. Like he's obviously with his mom, and. Uh, he had a big portfolio with him. So I'm guessing he had brought his work down to show the people to see if maybe he could get a, get some wall space. You know what I mean? Like he looked like he was, he, he looked like he meant business and he starts walking around the room looking at my paintings and I sort of caught a snippet of what he was saying. And he was like, he was just ripping into me. Like he was just ripping 
everything apart, everything. He's just like, this is that and fuck this. And I, like, I heard him like cussing and him and his mom are sort of chuckling a little bit. And I, so I started sort of following them around. Like I'm like, I'm like a painting behind them kind of thing. Like I'm just kind of eavesdropping, not kind of, I'm absolutely eavesdropping on them. And listening to that guy rip into what I had put up on those walls, it first, it, it, it upset me a little bit first, but then I realized he's got the portfolio and then my stuff was on the wall this time, but maybe next time it'll be the other way around or something. And there was this whole moment where I was just really happy to hear this kid just tear all my shit apart just to kind of maybe right size me. I don't know. It was really, it was just as important as the first thing that I mentioned, the first memory about that show I mentioned. It was, it was really funny hearing this kid and, and ex like accepting what he was saying. I don't think I was taking it as like a criticism. I was just, I was just absorbing it. It was interesting. I, I really enjoyed it. Has anybody ever gotten under your skin? Like, has anybody ever like really pissed you off or upset you with that kind of stuff? What with, about about a painting? Like, no, no. Like talking shit to you? No, and 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 it's it's all the time. Like the art world can be, we'll just say catty. <laughs> See, I've had my low moments. I remember being at a convention in Chicago, uh, and I had this one painting. It was called Indulgence Three. It was a big ass, big one of the biggest paintings I've ever painted. And uh -huh. it's uh, basically a woman with a, st a steeple as a head. And, I know uh, the painting. She, she's, dre she's dressed pretty provocatively or whatever, you know. And this old dude, older guy, I'd say like he was in his l late 40s, early 50s, came up and he, he, he's looking at it. He's got like this look on his face, like disgust. <laughs> and, and I'm being super fucking nice. I'm like, hey, man, you know, uh, can I do anything to help? You know, or how, yeah. how, how's the convention going forward? And he just looks at me and goes, is that your mother? And like the, the, the way he said it, I just oh got, I, it, it, I guess the, the modern way to say it is I got triggered. Oh, I came up, no. I, uh, I got mad. I got real fucking yeah. mad. Yeah. And I, I came around the booth and I, I, I kind of, I didn't get in his face, but I, I just started explaining to him what the painting was and why the painting was about. Yeah, and he was yeah. like, well, I'm a devout Catholic and da, 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 da. I'm like, I, I, I you know, I, I apologize. The painting is a penny, da, da, da. And he started to walk away and be a dick and stuff like that. And I started walking with him as he walked away. He's like, I want nothing. To, I, he's, he's like, I want nothing to do with you. I'm like, you're damn right. You want absolutely nothing to do with me. Like, and I came back to the booth and my assistant at the time was like, you shouldn't fucking act like that. I'm like, you, you're right. I'm a fucking asshole. And, um, and, and then you and, and you and this man, you and this man continued relationship and you're now happily married. No. Uh, the other thing is when, when I had that gallery in Chicago, yeah, I had this other artist come in. Um, they had never been there. I'd never met them. But, um, they were also from Chicago. And uh -huh. I started a conversation with the guy and he started asking me some stuff. And I, I don't remember the, it started getting fishy. Like, I'm like, something's up here, you know, like something, right. something's weird. And he wound up asking me, how did he put it? He was like, why do people, he was like, he, he was basically talking about how like, you know, I have this gallery and, you know, all this other stuff and, and things like that. And yeah. And then he was like, how did he put it? He basically said like, why are people, why do people like your artwork? And the, the, the way, the way he said it was, was like, he was talking about basically how, how he did kind of similar stuff. Uh -huh, but uh -huh. in, in his in his opinion, he had kind of a less 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 of a following than me, right? Which you know, there's people who have way bigger fucking followings than me. I, I don't have like a massive following at all. Sure. Yeah. And and he was basically being like, you know, what's up? Your shit sucks. Like, That's and I, I I got mad. Like, I got upset. Like, I mean, there, there people said worse stuff to me, and I haven't got upset. But it was just yeah. like that one. Th there's a few times where just you're in my gallery. Like, what, why did you came all the way here from the suburbs to be a dick? Like, what, 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 what's the point, dude? Like, why there's are you doing something? It? There's something slightly amazing about that at the same time, though. Like, there's uh, the, the audacity. I don't know. The, the, I don't know. There's just something. Uh, it makes me think of, of like Salieri or something. It's, it's just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Well, I, I eventually saw that same dude again at a convention. I was like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe that he's just having a bad day, and I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. No, he was just like yeah. a dick at the convention. That it was like, <laughs> dude, and his artwork's awesome. Like his artwork is legit, fucking good. Like it's not. It's, yeah. It wasn't like, 
you know, I, I'll, props to the guy. He's real good. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it, I have nothing bad to say about his artwork, but he definitely had a lot of bad shit to say about mine. Like, he was like, <laughs> it's really derivative of this. And it's like, do you, do you feel like, you, do you copy me? And like all this other shit. I'm like, no. Like, I, I've, I've, <laughs> like I've never even seen your work. Like, I mean, I, I don't know what, right. you, what you're talking about. Like, and I looked at his work and I, I wish I copied him. It was really great shit, you know, but like, yeah. There are just times that I think certain people get under your skin, and, and I feel embarrassed for, for having it that way, but it, de- it definitely has happened. You know? I had that, no I had that in, in my music life. I had that a couple of times in my musical life more than anything where, you know, especially when I wasn't very secure with what I was doing on stage or with, with my instrument of choice or whatever it was at the time. I definitely had that experience, so I can relate to what you're saying. But my paintings, I, um, I guess I've either been lucky or something i mean i know that people do say things because you hear things they all they it always filters back to you but i sort of thrive you i mean you know me like i thrive on that kind of thing like i i find some kind of weird excitement over the idea of somebody just being not all about me like at all (laughs) yeah i don't know it's fun Uh, it's it's like some weird game i don't know what it is Maybe to try to counterbalance that or something. I don't know. But it's all yeah. That's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've gotten off topic, I guess. But I mean, it, we, we, we did okay. get in the beginning. We did get in the beginning. So that's, <laughs> we that's, stayed focused for a minute, and that's what's important. That's all that matters. Um, it is. Well, I love doing this with you, man. Uh, and and thank too. you so much for, for the work you're putting into it and everything. Absolutely, and let's uh, let's figure out the the, the soundtrack thing, the, the theme music. Yeah, I did. All I'm gonna do is hang my head at the house. Uh, uh, I'm just gonna hang hang my head. That's all I'm gonna do. <laughs> hang hang in well, my head. Ben, I will I will uh, we'll do this again next week, and um, you know, for everybody who made it through that, then thank you for listening, and uh, please continue sending us questions and commentary, and let us know. Uh, Feel free to pick me apart. I'm not that sensitive. <laughs> I'm super sensitive, so fuck off. <laughs> See, I was waiting on it. I was waiting on it. <laughs> All right, man. This is great, and I will. Uh, we'll do this again next week. Sounds awesome. All right, man. Thank you.